All right, we are on the prowl with yours truly, Professor Hot Sauce. We got a guest today, Connie Joe. How's it going, buddy? Good, Professor. How are you? Glad to be on. Thanks for the invite. Whoa, shit! Foaming again. Can we can we plug our to be sponsored beer company? So I'm drinking a Churchill. Yep, Churchill. A blonde, just yep. same way I like men women. Yep. Me too. Not blondes. that I dislike. I'm very brunettes. partial. I'm very partial to blondes. Yes. You could be a three, and you have you color your hair blonde, and you're like nine to me. Oh, uh, see, and I'm like here. Okay, so here, let's start this off then, since you just brought up numbers, okay? Because I've had this conversation with other people. I'm going to take over the segment here for a bit. Right. Um, I've had this conversation with people, and uh, I used to work at a bar. What? And one of the bartenders, one of the female bartenders, we were we were talking and we were talking numbers and ratings and and stuff and how how I rate people or how people guys rate girls and vice versa, right? So, which is a hundred percent how you should deal with humans in society is by rating them. Sure, <laughs> continue. Sure. Um, so anyway, I I don't know how we got to the conversation or how we got to the. To the discussion we were having, exactly. But she had asked me what I would rate her. And I, like, I said a seven because we're we're pretty good friends. And I didn't want to hurt her feelings. But in my scale, she's probably more of a six. Maybe a little under. And she was offended by the seven. And then she asked me what my girlfriend, what I what number I have her. She's like, Is oh, she this a- can only go well. Is this a 10? And I said, no, like she's an eight. And she's like, that's it. And I was like, I've never seen a 10 in my face, like up close and personal, like to myself. The closest one, Carhartt, Duke, girl. So that's what we're talking about. Is as close? Oh, so I'm leading us right into it. So Carhartt, Duke, girl, when I came down to to party with you that weekend, is probably one of like a handful of girls that I could say are – as close to a 10 as as you get for myself so for those of you that don't know this cotton eyed joe who is the voice that you hear and i've been told from many of my friends that your voice soothes them as uh they listen to this podcast he is now officially my first employee and you are doing a fucking bang up job you know what he's my cfo you are now officially also my hype man Fuck yeah. Moving up promotions already. Yeah, if you think CFO to Hype Man is a promotion. Oh, uh, hey, you know what? More job titles is better. <laughs> I, pretty soon, my car, I'm not going to be able to have a card, man. I, I won't be able to fit them all on there. Wow, I was just going to say, you introed that this segment so well, I, I don't even know why I'm here. Well, we know why you're here. You're a professor. Yeah, that's true. The show, the show, the show doesn't exist without the professor. All right, so let's lay the background because I wasn't really listening to your story. So. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking CEOs. <laughs> so we were chatting and I said, you know what? You should, you should come down. So we used to live in the same city. Now we do not. I moved away. I said, hey, you should come down. I'll show you a good time. And so he came down uh, for one night only. Cotton Eye Joe amidst a global pandemic. Let's do the most irresponsible thing we can think of and go bar hopping and. <laughs> Try and pick up girls. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a bit because 
I woke up the next morning being like, that was really stupid in some senses. I woke up the next afternoon, rolled up in a cocoon on our kitchen floor in an <laughs> air mattress. Yes. So you come down to you come down to my place. It was funny because I bought a bottle of Crown. And what does Cotton Eye Joe bring for us to pre-drink? Also, the exact same fucking bottle. Same size. Same. What do you even call it? Because you know how Crown has like Crown Maple. They have like Deluxe and they have. Yeah, just, just regular Crown. Right. Just, so we just, just had Crown a, Royal. We just had a regular bottle of Crown. So we had 80 ounces of Crown Royal and 12 Kokanee. So we're getting fucked up. And we're deciding, all right, you know, I'm the host. How do I show Cotton Eye Joe a good time? So there's this girl. Well, before we talk about this girl, there's this, uh, there's these two dudes who, good buddy of ours, shout out to DJ, uh, good, good friend of the show, introduced me to, and I said, well, they own a bar, let's go to this bar. So me being the genius that I am, I said, none of us are touching a fucking vehicle tonight, because we're going to get right fucked up. We're going to get irresponsibly drunk. And so we did. So we're getting fucked up. We call an Uber. This 1979 Dodge Caravan shows up. <laughs> and we're just like, whatever. All right. Just a regular Uber. And this, you said, you told me there's like a talk show going on on the radio. Yeah, there was a talk show on the radio. Something. It was just like, it was just news talk radio type shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk radio shows on the radio. And then all of a sudden, you and I are talking about how great of a time we're going to have. And how many women we're probably going to take home. I think we said two each. Two each. Well, that was the plan. That was the plan? All right. So we're talking about bringing these girls back. And then all of a sudden, just right out of the fucking nowhere, LMFAO comes on, party rock anthem or some shit like that. And then this fucking strobe light. All of a sudden, we yep. think we're in the middle. You th- you think we're in... Thought we were in Cash Cow. Like, it was fucking like a disco ball going on and lights flashing everywhere. We were... Like, we drove fucking four houses from your place, and all of a sudden, party the whole time. mood. It was like, there was no party, and then, like, straight party. I'm not a very spiritual person, but the universe was taking care of us. Oh, absolutely. The, it knew. That guy sensed it. As soon as we got in, he's like, these guys are looking to party. Yeah, so all of a sudden, this music's blasting. So we are, are already having... Uh, pretty good time and then just this just sets the tone for the night so we go to my friend's bar and one of the hottest girls and servers is is working that night so we say what's up to her uh she doesn't really say what's up back (laughs) (laughs) hot sauce again fuck but that's fine we we start chatting up the the hot bartender so yeah, so then she gives us free uh, pool tokens. Free pool tokens all night. All night. And uh, Cotton Eye Joe here makes me a bet where he says he's going to sink the most crazy shot ever. He's like, Professor Hot Sauce, I'm going to make the shot, and then you're going to have to buy me drinks all night. So, of course, me being, we have to document this. So we film it. I said, all right, Cotton Eye Joe is going to make this crazy cut shot. And the bet is if he makes it, I buy him sh- drinks the rest of the evening and it's like 10 it's 10 yeah, o'clock it's like 10 but we're also like we can both drink. 25 drinks in so we were feeling it already 
Yeah, but we can still drink. Oh, we. It would have been an expensive night. We well, still let's drank. find out if it was expensive or not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So then you go up to shoot this ball, and you take like 40 minutes. You size it up like 19 <laughs> times. You grab chalk like 10 times. I go and chat to the other table. No chalk. That was the problem. I needed the chalk. So I go chat to this other table, and I'm, I'm filming this, and I say, hey, man, what's your name? And he says, like, Walla Dalla Ding Dong Kabushka or some fucking name I have. So I ask him his name. I have no idea what the fuck he said. And he's like, is he going to, is he going to, is Kanai Joe going to make the shot? And the guy laughs. He's like, no. So I film this. And you go up to shoot the ball 40 minutes later. <laughs> and you completely, you almost missed the cue ball with your cue. You shot it so bad. <laughs> like it just went straight left off. It glanced off your cue. True story. It was like, it was like my golf shot that day. So I was a nice guy. I gave you a second shot and you weren't even close to making it. No, and no, I wasn't. So the bet was that if I won, you owed me a single drink. Yeah, and if you won, I bought you drinks all night. So that was a good bet for you. Like, yeah, well done on making me take that bet. So then I said, "All right, film this," and I walk up to the bar and I look at you and I say, "This is how we do it at the pros." I'm actually looking behind where I'm shooting. I'm looking you straight in the eye and I make the eight ball without looking a blind eight ball shot. Oh, but it was a straight-in shot, and you had already had it lined up before you looked back. Come on now. Don't, don't, fool, the, don't fool the listeners. It looked really cool. It looked good in video. Yes, I'm not going to lie. It looked good in video, and it looked really good to the table of girls beside us. So we end up leaving there, and we, I, I should say, messaged this girl who I was hanging out with the night before. And I said, you know, this girl hung out with me a lot. She seemed pretty into me. I wonder what she's doing tonight. And I said, hey, what's up, girl? Let's call her Darcy. So Darcy says, oh, hot sauce. I've just been sitting here waiting for you to text me. I really think we had something super special last night. And I was really hoping you would message me and we can go out. And I said, sweet. I have a friend in town. What you should do is you should bring the hottest single female friend that you have and we should go out but i say i don't really live here i do but i don't know the city i said where's a good place to go so she names this place so you and i we go to this place it was just you and i right yep at first just the two of us yep so we call an uber we didn't get the same fucking uber no fucking disappointing so the epic night slightly took a hit so we walk into this bar and the first thing i noticed is there's three separate tables that have six at, girls or more six plus girls and at least a 3.5 to one female to male ratio at every single table. And I said, the universe is looking down upon us. My friend, they are saying cotton eye Joe and professor hot sauce. are going to have one of the best nights of the year right now. So, I have been shit-talked many times by my friends saying how weak my wingman game is. In fact, Cotton Eye Joe, last couple times you and I had hung out, you had said, you know what, Hot Sauce, you brag about your wingman game and I've yet to see it. No, I didn't. The one time you said you were wingmanning for me, you're like, which one? I was like, that one. And then, I don't know. There was nothing but you and her dancing for like three hours, which is good. I'm never going to step on a friend's toes. I don't care. I found a hot divorcee 
fresh, going through a fresh divorce, which I got her number, didn't call because, again, my situation has me all fucked up. Yeah. So I'll fully admit this. <clears throat> Over the past couple of years, maybe even, I've been a shitty wingman. Like, I'm not, I'm gonna, not going to lie. I've made claims, which are all true on this podcast before, that I'm the best wingman in Western Canada, which at the time were true. Recently, I have certainly lost that title. And so I'm thinking to myself, I say, Cotton Eye Joe's here. This is Professor Hot Sauce's element. Because I've been going pretty hard at the gym and I've changed my diet. You talk, we talked about raiding people mm-hmm. at the start of the show. What, what would you give me that night? What was I looking like on the Cotton Eye Joe scale? Oh, you're looking good. You're damper That's, as fuck, man. What? what not, give me a number. I'm a ready. number? I'm ready for it. Seven and a half? Fuck you. But see, fuck here's, you, here's, Cotton Eye Joe. How can you say that? Here's the thing, though. Seven and a half on Cotton Eye Joe's scale is very, very high. To most people, that's just like an average score. But to me, like I said, like... That's not even the honor roll at school. No, that's my honor roll. Like, like I said, I don't see 10s or 9s. Like, the highest, the highest I've ever rated anybody is an 8.5. Okay. Until... Carhartt Duke. Well, let's yes. So let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Well, yeah, I know. <clears throat> so you were kind of whatever at the. I, I'm I'm be bopping around to tables like I used to when I was in my wingman game, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm straight up. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about it. I kicked your ass at pool. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa! Quit lying to our listeners. I think your best is seven. I won four games to three. What? Yep. 100%. I don't remember that. And I won the two at the end of the night. I won all the games that we had bets on, though. Well, you won the wheel, which was one. Exactly. 100% of the time. <laughs> True story, I guess. So, the best part about that is I'm going to edit that podcast to make it look even better for me. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> so, we're at this place. And I started going around to these tables because, like, I mean, you and I are having a good time, but it's kind of whatever. We can bullshit. As, like, we can do that here. Yeah, We're having absolutely. a good time right now. But I'm going around. I'm, I'm planting the seed with all these women. And I got a couple who are pretty fucking into me. In fact, I went to this one table. And this is where Professor Hot Sauce I knew came out. Because there's this dude sitting at this table with five very good-looking women. And I said, where are you guys out tonight? What's, what's the deal? And they're like, yeah, whatever. Let's get together with friends. Couple of them apparently work there. I go to the guy. I say, uh, "Hey, buddy, what's your name?" He's like Stephen. I'm like Stephen, you're pulling the fucking alpha move right now. You're sitting at the head of the table. So at the square table, there's four. Obviously, everyone yeah. knows what a square is. So at a four-person table, everyone knows how people sit. But he was number five, so he sits on the side, basically like looking in where there's the COVID partition on the other side of the table, so there can't be a sixth person. And he's at that part. I'm like, you're the alpha fucking male. And all these girls laugh and they're thinking this is hilarious. And I was like, all right, you guys have a good night. Just want to say hello. You guys seem like a cool bunch. Head back. I do this. I bounce around, right? I want to be that guy that everyone's laughing when I talk to the table. And then people are like, who's this guy? I want to talk to him. He's having a good time. So then the girl I messaged, she shows up with the hottest girl I have seen in a very long time in person. And she shows up 
And instead of joining us, this is a really fucked up thing. I want to get your perspective on what you think happened there. They go sit at a different table when they first come in to the bar. That was very odd. I That was strange. I, I questioned it right away. I asked. I was like, is that not the girls that came to hang out with us? I was confused. I was didn't know what was going on. Well, especially since she said she dreamt of me all the night before and wanted to see me. And then all of a sudden she sits at the next next table with her friend. And so I really lose track of a lot of time here. But what? How, how long did it take? I feel like this is what happened. And you correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I was bebopping around these tables again while they were there. And I think when you do that with a lot of women... I'm not saying all women, but with a lot of women, they get that, especially very attractive women. Mm-hmm. They get that kind of competitive nature where it's like, oh, he's given those girls attention, but not me. And then they kind of compete for that level of attention. And I think you're right, because when you first left to go wash or wherever you went, drink, whatever it was, and you stopped at the first table of girls, then right after that is when... They're like, let's take that big table, and we all sat together. Yeah. So, with my experience with some women, especially the women that can basically have any guy, if you don't give them attention, they're like, what's up? But I want you to, okay, so here's the thing. I got sent this meme about Carhartt Tukes. But before I talk about this meme about Carhartt Tukes, I want to get your impression of when those first, when those two girls walked into the bar, what was going through your mind? When they walked in, I was like, hmm, I hope those are the girls that are coming to hang out with us. And when you found out that they were, what happened? I, to be honest, I was pretty excited. I was like, ooh, because I already seen the picture of the one. But the Carhartt 2 girl, I didn't see a picture of, so I figured she was the friend. Okay, so now that we're, we've been talking about numbers, it's Darcy and Carhartt. What are their numbers? So, like I said, Carhartt would be as closest to a 10 that I've seen, like, like I said, a hand, handful of girls my whole life, like, and I've been all over the world, and haven't seen a lot of, like, straight out 10s, but she would be, she would be like a, a nine, nine and a half. Jesus Christ. And I, I feel like I have a pretty strict scale, and I would 100% agree with you. This girl is unfairly hot. Like, genetics. She passed. I don't know why she deserved what she got, but she has amazing genetics. A combination of things. Like, the fact, like, my big thing is I look at a girl. Lots of girls can put on a lot of makeup and look good. But can they look good without makeup? And Carhartt Took did not have a lot of makeup on. She had very she little makeup She had on. a Carhartt Toque. And a, a car baggy heart. sweatshirt. Yeah, she wasn't even... She was dressed nice, but she wasn't dressed up. Yeah, and Darcy, what would you give Darcy on a number? Darcy? Um, she'd be a seven and a half, eight. Okay, so she's basically a little bit better than Professor Hot Sauce. No, about the same. Well, <laughs> obviously. Okay. She's blonde. Okay, boobs. so both of, these, both of these girls are blonde. And... Uh, yeah, so they sit at. Eventually, we meet up at the at the table. How? Tell me about how you started talking to them. Because I left the table lots, so I wasn't privy to a lot of the discussions that that you guys had. How did it start? 
Well, we had our other friend come. So, yeah, we had him come. And he came. Did he come while you were at the table? Or were you? was that right after you left, maybe? Okay, so I remember him showing up. Kind of vaguely being yeah. there. Because <laughs> we had also hung out the night before. Yeah, so and he knew the girl. He yeah. knew the one girl. He knew Darcy. So when he got to the table, he started talking to Darcy. And then we he was standing and I was standing. And uh, we just kind of moved over to to their table, which was right beside ours. And then, then Darcy decided we should move to that bigger table that we ended up moving to. All right, so in the meantime, what I'm doing is I'm I'm laying the groundwork with like a dozen women at this exact time. So I wasn't with you guys because I'm thinking to myself, no one's fucking car too tonight. There is zero fucking chance. I love you. I love you, man. But I was like, I'm I'm getting backups ready just in case. Just in case, yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't even know if I, uh, I don't know if I was making any sense when I was speaking or not. We so, were getting pretty deep by then. All right. So I remember coming back and I was sitting down and I'm thinking about how good of a job I did at wingmanning for you because all I see you is isolated with her one-on-one conversation. And I'm like, God damn it. You still got it. Hot sauce. You're able to wingman in this instance. If there's anything, tell me if I'm wrong here, but if there's anything a guy wants is to, if there's a super hot girl, to just have a chance to basically prove his worth. Yeah, absolutely. That and and that was it. And uh, yeah, like like you said, we uh, we were isolated. Like our the whole night at the table was just us talking, basically. I thought we were hitting it off, and we did, and we seemed to. Yeah. So I was just sitting there, probably talking with Darcy and our buddy, and meanwhile, the Steven guy from alpha male from the other table, he comes over and gives me a, buys me a shot. Cause I bought them around a shot. And so like him and his girl start floating around and I'm kind of like, fuck, fuck off. God, I Joe's he's good. He's good. <laughs> but like, that was kind of my plan is, you know, you, you vouch, you get in the way in those particular scenarios. This is my opinion. You get in with a guy or you get in with the ugly friend, you, you build credibility and you get them to vouch for you as a person and then then you get to the target but yep. you're already you already had your target i remember but i had her she walked by the window in the front of the building oh fuck and i, I remember seeing you and i've never seen you this must have been the first time cotton eye joe if i were your parents and i saw you at christmas for the first time thinking santa brought him his <laughs> uh, sears catalog wish book uh present he wanted i feel like that was a look on your face that entire night it could have been i i was happy like yeah, like I said, she was she was one of the hottest girls I've ever I've ever seen, and our conversation was good, and it was like we basically talked two hours straight. Yeah. So, how did that night end without you getting her contact info? Too drunk, too drunk. I didn't even didn't even dawn on me to uh, to ask, and that that's my that's the extent of my game or lack thereof you've been out like, of the game for too long yeah i've never been in the game i like I, i've said to you and i've said to other friends like i've never wheeled a girl my whole life i've been in a lot of relationships been with a lot of girls but i've never never physically wheeled a girl they've all chased me which we were out on a couple nights ago 
and some of your friends made the same comment that we don't really understand how that's the case. I, no, and that's not an offense to you. That's just not how most women operate. No. Like, usually the guys are the ones doing the chasing. Right. Especially traditionally. Like, the roles, roles are changing now. Women are definitely more empowered to make those decisions than they were, let's say, even 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I told your buddy, he said, I'd never wield a waitress. I said, watch this. Like, it's fucking easy. Be okay with getting rejected. We're getting rejected and knowing that it's not you. Maybe this girl's got a fucking husband. Who knows? That, then, right? It's a numbers game. Well, yeah. And I mean, you don't have to take it personally. Whatever. Like, it's just a, it's just a thing. So, that's how I got Carhartt to there indirectly was I, the night before, asked the girl. I said, hey, what's your number? I'd like to hang out with you again. And she's like, yeah, for sure. Here, here you go. And then it's super simple. Super simple. But, but you would have never met Carhartt had it not no. been for that previous night. And if I would have known better, I would have said the same thing to Carhartt. Right. So how did they end up leaving? They just left? They're like, all right, well, if Cotton Eye Joe's not going to make his move, I guess we'll leave. <laughs> I don't know. They had uh, something going on in the morning, coffee with her sister or something. I don't remember, Darcy said. Something she had to go, they couldn't stay out late. And then our buddy, who also came out for brunch, he sent us this meme and showed us this meme. And it was basically Carhartt Tukes. Don't know if it's a 22-year-old Instagram model, uh, if it's a 46-year-old hippie who buys all his stuff at Whole Foods, or if it's a 35-year-old uh, forklift operator asking for a dart. <laughs> that's the Carhartt Tuke enigma. Which is funny, because that same day... Two other girls who I'm interested, the waitress from the night before, she had a car to can hear Snapchat story, and so did this engaged girl that was sending me fucking photos. The, like probably three of the five hottest girls I know in this city were all wearing car hardtoots. And up until that night I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I, I, I was I was kind of in awe about it because I wear car hard every day for work and yeah, but you actually do fucking construction. I, yeah, I go to work every day. I didn't know people just buy Carhartt shit like that for fashion. I didn't know it was fashion wear. Well, I tell you what. I've been talking to a photography buddy of mine, and maybe Carhartt photo session is required now. Maybe we'll do an Instagram photo shoot for On the Prowl, Professor Hot Sauce. Yeah. With Carhartt With tukes Carhartt Tukes. And bikinis. Yeah, Carhartt bikinis. Well, I have a... a on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce bikini. Oh. I got designed. Looks pretty sick, actually. So, I'd like to have my logo. I don't know how well I'd look in a bikini, but I'll try. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if a bikini's going to help. Oh, thanks, buddy. I mean, it's no offense. It's just not my type. I, I like, get it. I like the blondes. A little skinnier, a little shorter. That's so fat. I'm not calling you fat. I'm just saying your body composition and body structure. Oh, not so much. On a female. I get it. Yeah. Not so fucking jacked. <laughs> there you go. So, we ended the night. And before we ended the night, we went back to our buddy's bar. And another girl, a friend of mine, because I was like, let's let's wingman for Cotton Eye Joe. I said, hey, you should come to this bar. And she did. And she was wearing this blue dress. She actually looked really nice, I thought. Yeah, she did. She looked good. Everything but her uh, ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah, so to give a little history on that, I met. Uh, this is one of the girls that I met in this city, and uh, I'm she's a cool chick, man. She's so cool. Like, 
just great personality, super fun to be around and super fun to hang out with. So I kind of vibed with her. And again, just take notes on this Cotton Eye Joe. We're, we're messaging and just kind of flirty. And I say, hey, you know what? We should, we should meet up. And then she's like, is this a date? Is this a friend thing? What is this? Because we're kind of doing different things. Like she's sending me photos in the shower. And I'm like, okay, this is a really weird thing to do with friends. But uh, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> so uh, I said, let's just see where it leads us. And she says, all right, fully transparent. My ex-boyfriend has spent the last two nights with me. I was like, you know what? I respect that. I am very transparent and open about a lot of things. And she was too. I was like, okay, cool. So we're just going to go for friends thing. And then we had hung out the week before and she was there and she was calling out my name. She's like, hot sauce. And she's like, oh, I didn't get to hang out with you and stuff. Do you remember what you said to her when she left? You can do better. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right in front of them. You're an asshole, man. You're an asshole. I was wingmanning for you. And I wasn't lying. I, I usually speak the truth as much as I can, and she could do better. That guy was a clown. Why was he a clown? I know no, nothing about this guy. I don't know. He was wearing, fuck, basically, he's wearing a turtleneck. No Carhartt toque either. Yeah, no Carhartt toque. But I don't know. He just he just looked like a clown, seemed like a clown. I'm, and he's I no, may be he's judgmental. No, he's no, he, yeah. It doesn't sound like it at all. No, and he's no hot sauce. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all I need. But she left, and she's like, I don't know what you mean. And then we left at the same time, and as I left, she's waving in the back of her vehicle, and he did not look happy. No, he did not. I think he was a little upset about the whole ordeal. I even tried to buy him a beer to be a nice guy. Really? Yeah. Was I it bought... so he could break it on the countertop and then stab him with it? No, no, I give it to him. I, I bought. I just bought around, and I I bought him one. I didn't offer her one, but I bought him one. That's a good move. Right? That That's is what good. I thought. That's a good wingman move. Yeah. Yeah. So then we had all this night planned out. And we were going to bring back two girls each to my place. And as we're walking out the door, it dawns on me that we have zero girls with us. So the I was math like, kicked in. Fuck. So then I said, let's go to the dance night club in the city. Because if we have any chance of picking up girls, it's there. So we go to this uh, dance place. We're not there very long. I take a couple of Snapchats. Comments mostly rolled in the next day. But even at that time, people are like, uh, is there a pandemic going on or not? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Was, didn't even think. Didn't even think about it. Didn't it even think packed. about it. it was there packed. was like 200 people there and... 75, 85 people on the dance floor. And the dance floor is no bigger than the room we're, we're sitting in right now. Which is like 400 square feet? This room, probably, yeah, about 400 square feet. So, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> we're on the – so, we relocate to the speaker because the dance floor is too, too crowded. And that's, that's, where that's where Professor Hot Sauce excels anyway. So, you and I go to the speaker. You're on your fucking phone. Do you remember why you're on your phone? because we have a video of us on the speaker and i'm doing my thing dancing and there's this girl in the background i don't know who the fuck she is and you're just on your phone maybe you're like maybe you're wearing some carhartt i I don't know i was i was pretty drunk because i i think shortly after that is when i fell on my face right what 
You fell on your face? What? I fell on my face? Did I not fall on my face on the dance floor? I think you did. I think I did. But I uh, think I was. I think we were dancing. I went to step to dance with those girls, and I slipped and fell on my face and threw my drink all in the air. You know what would have been really cool in that exact moment of time is if I can't feel my face by the weekend was playing. <laughs> Cause I'm it, face down on the dance floor. Well, two songs. Two songs. It could have been a medley. Uh, face down, ass up. That's the way I like to fuck. If that was like the first part of the medley, and then the second part is, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. And then you can, if that situation happened, you could redeem yourself with the women and be like, that was my dance move to the song. I, and they'd be even, like, but kind of Joe, your face is bleeding. And you're like, I can't feel my face when I'm with you. I don't even know if music, I couldn't tell you if music was playing or not, but I mean, we're at a dance club. Yeah. I'm guessing it was, but I was, <laughs> I was pretty fucked up at that point. This is like, we're talking like two 30 in the morning now. So, and I started drinking at like, started drinking fairly heavily at like four, three thirty. Yeah. I also went on the shittiest date of all time that same day before you got there. And the reason I made that date shitty, because I was all about being on Team Cotton Eye Joe. <coughs> Let's get this guy having a good time tonight. So I didn't give a fuck about her. I put her in a really unfair position. I'll say that now. I put her in a position to never succeed. Well, as your CFO, I appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. So how did we get home? We didn't take the cash cab. No, we took an Uber though. No. Yeah, we. Yeah, we. Have. No, we did take an Uber. Yeah, we took an Uber home. And then and you pizza s- never showed up. Oh fuck! Yeah. So it was three in the morning, and I googled pizza. We ordered pizza, and we stayed up for like forty, fifty minutes, maybe even an hour. Yeah, at least because we poured some fucking because we had eighty ounces of fucking. <laughs> Crown Royal yeah. that we still need to because of course you know on a night like that you have to try and drink all the world's liquor yeah at least make a good attempt yeah we had like one at your house and then we decided we should go out yeah <laughs> but make sure we have 80 <laughs> ounces just in case but I mean that was for the after party right that's mm-hmm. for the six women that were well, you got to be prepared yeah absolutely so I'm so excited to eat pizza, to eat this pizza, and it just doesn't fucking show up. And I remember, I woke up the next day, missed my picks for the pick'em. You woke up, and both our glasses of rye were still still full. <laughs> and then, so I started drinking my rye, because I was still fucked up. I was really drunk. I was, as we already discussed, I was drunker waking up. Then I was bebopping around on the dance floor. And I think I was in the same boat, man. I was I was fucking hurting. It's been a long time since I felt like that after drinking. So a lot of people, because I was driving back and forth to play uh, to play some sports this summer, and now you can know what it's like being the next day. Like how shitty home. was that drive? Oh, I stopped three times. I thought I was going to throw up. Really? Oh yeah, I was hurting, man. I like I came home and I like got naked and I just crawled into bed and I didn't get out of bed. Like I didn't even get up to go to the washroom. I couldn't. I couldn't move. I could barely function. So I sent Darcy a message, and I told her to send it to Carhartt, and then she reported back that she laughed. So 
I think there's still a chance. Oh, what was the message? I was about the Carhartt meme thing. She said that she thought I was because she screenshot my Snapchat. She's like, "Yeah, we thought that was hilarious." So I think we're in pretty good standing. But here's the thing: she has probably a million suitors. Probably, but none of them have the personality of Cotton Eye Joe. Only one Cotton Eye Joe. That is correct. So, when are you coming back to my city? When can we do round two? Fuck. Well, ladies. If you're wondering how to be a, close to a 10 in Cotton Eye Joe's eyes, first step is Carhartt website apparel for women. Fuck, yeah. I, I did not know Carhartt apparel was going to be a turn on like that. We're coming at you every Sunday. Peace.